Welcome to Pondering with Peg, Episode 4. Today I wanted to talk about a few uh, personal aha moments I've had recently. Uh, I'm recording this during the Easter season, Passover season, and I've had some really cool revelations regarding karma and Jesus and Judas. Um, this is not a religious podcast. This is just, you know, based on my spiritual journey and the different things that I've come across that I've found very interesting and, and have really clicked, uh, with me as far as the grand scheme of things and our life here and after. So I thought, uh, I would talk today about a few things. The first thing is, uh, during this season, for Christians where, you know, we, uh, I was raised a Catholic, so the Christians are celebrating the resurrection of Christ. Uh, most Christians, you know, on Good Friday um, and during Holy Week, you know, remember the story and think about the actions that Jesus uh, made for the Christians to save their souls. When in my belief, I believe that Christ, yes, he did do that for us, for everyone, not just for Christians, for every soul. But on that day, on Good Friday, when people mostly mourn for Christ, for the suffering, um, I believe he really does want us to focus more on why he did it and what the message was and what he was what he is and was then still is you know telling us through that that there is more after this life that this is not just it this body is not the only time we're here it's not the only time around it's we there's more you know when he rose again he was showing us hey you know I died, I've come back, but you will also be able to do that. You know, I don't believe, I know many people believe, many Christians believe that if you're not Christian, if you don't believe that in Christ as a Christian, that you won't be able to go to heaven or rise again. But I totally don't believe that. Christ never said that. He never was saying, hey, if you don't believe and become a Christian, which there weren't Christians then. He was not a Christian. He was a Jew. Um, and he was raised in a faith that was not Christian, obviously, because wasn't here then. But, you know, it, I don't want it, people, I don't like the opinion that you can't go to heaven if you're not a Christian or, you know, if you don't believe in Christ, I believe if you believe in the teachings of Christ, um, of course you're going to go to heaven because his teachings are love each other, you know, be good, be kind, and everything will be fine. Just live your life as best you can and realize that there is more after this life. So that's one of my revelations in the recent few years. As, how I, as to how I look at uh, Good Friday, I look at it as a time when Christ gave us 
uh, that message and the Christ consciousness that came out um, while, you know, when he died on that cross, he gave us, that sent that out into the world, the Christ consciousness for every soul, uh, not just a select few. Okay. So on that note, uh, growing up, always hearing this story of Holy Week and how Judas betrayed Christ. As a child, I used to think, how could he do that? You know, he, he loved Christ. He was his friend. How could he betray him? You know, what does God think of that? You know, what happened to Judas after he passed? How could, you know, how could he have done that? And what were those repercussions? You know, you think about that. Um, and recently I was, I've been reading a book and it's called the third book of Azrael. And if you're not familiar with who Azrael is, Azrael is the angel of death and Azrael brings us into this world is with us. He, he's here for our transformations as we go through different things in our life. Um, you know, when we grieve or, or we're, we're changing, he's with us and he's helping us through those transformations. And he's also there at the end to help us and guide us on our way to the next life that we have. So this is a fascinating book. This is the third book and I happen to read this first. And it's, it's more ch different chapters on varying subjects and very interesting read uh, as you read it as I read it I kept thinking wow yeah yeah I get that I really I understand that that rings true to me on a lot of the subjects that this book talks about so near uh, the middle of the book he starts to talk about Jesus's disciples and here's I'm going to read a paragraph, and I love it because this really made me understand that whole dynamic of Jesus and Judas and the reason for it. And it really makes you understand why Judas did what he did, why Jesus chose Judas to do that, and the love that Christ has for all of us um, in helping us in this life and in lives to come. So it reads, We find the love of the beloved Master Jesus as depicted in the story of Judas to be the perfect illustration of his redeeming power. Jesus had the power to look back into the past lives of Judas and in the record of the soul, he could see that Judas had been treated treacherously and slain. And he also knew that eventually the karmic urge for retaliation would rise up in Judas and cause him to inflict treachery, resulting in the murder of another. Jesus knew also that if the victim of this treachery would not forgive the act of the karmic cycle of treachery and murder, would continue and would retard the evolution of Judas and all the others who had been and were yet to be involved in that karmic cycle. He knew too that Judas had to be given an opportunity to work his hatred out of his heart. What could be the solution to such an apparently endless cycle of circumstance? Through the beloved master's teaching and demonstration of the way of the cross and its purpose, you learned of the redemptions of sins, karmic, karmic action. 
learned how each of you may redeem your brothers, even from karmic pain, such as Judas was caught up in. Absolute forgiveness is the redeeming grace, and it is but the demonstration of God's love through man neutralizing human error. So when I read this, I thought, wow. It it really blew my mind. <laughs> it, it just really did. Jesus knew that Judas in this life, in the, that lifetime, would end up killing someone due to issues of past lives um, that he had brought in with him in, in the, that life. So Jesus gave him the opportunity to work out that karma by the actions of turning in Jesus and Jesus being put to death because Jesus forgave Judas and then that helped to balance out the karma for Judas and for his life and future lives and all those who would be connected with him in his future lives. And I thought, wow, that that is so the Christ message, the forgiveness, the love, seeing in others the the not so good side in others, but still loving them and wanting to help them through that so that their future lives would be better. So that was just a really great lesson for me to learn uh, during this season. And I found it really fascinating. And it all, this book also talks about other uh, karmic actions with the disciples that God helped, uh, Jesus helped work through with them during uh, his lifetime. So that was another big aha for me. And then the other day uh, I was uh, in my bathroom on my second floor and I have a shower curtain in that bathroom and that shower curtain has some inspirational quotes on it. And I was looking at it and I saw one and it reminded me of some notes I had taken, some thoughts I had had a while ago. I, I tend to jot down things that come to me uh, when I, when it happens, if I have my notebook at hand, just so I remember the thoughts that are coming in, because I do, I do realize that at times, um, I believe some of the information given to me, it, it's not my own knowledge, it's being given to me, or it's helping me to realize uh, information or connect it. And I write it down so that I have that and I can go back and look at it. So the quote is, the grass will wither and the flowers may fall, but God's word will live forever. And uh, probably a year or two ago, I was thinking about God's word. Uh, somebody was, I was probably watching a show and they mentioned it. And I thought, God's word. You know, most people think of God's word as what's in the Bible or in the holy books, um, you know, or or what was said by holy people. But I believe that God's word is in every song, every poem, every note ever played, every dance ever danced, and every loving touch that has been given. Uh, it's also heard in the laughter of children, the chirping of the birds, the sounds in the wind and the raindrops. Any sound that makes you feel deep inside your soul is the word of God. Have you ever been touched by a song, a poem, a dance? Has the loving touch of another at just the time you need it most ever melted your heart? 
I believe God's word is not just in the holy manuscripts. It is in everything at all times. If we listen with our hearts, we cannot miss the sound of God. Even in the silence, we can hear God. Think of all the times you've heard God's word. What is it saying to you? You know, I get in the car, I'm on my way to work, I hear a song. It touches my heart, it gives me a message, it makes me think of someone I haven't thought about in a while, or it makes me remember a happy time, or a time that I'm just so thankful for I got through. Um, you know, all of that. And I believe they're all, that's God talking to us all the time. And even when we're in the quiet, when we're peaceful, and we rest, and we hear nothing, we're still hearing God. So that is something that I wanted to mention uh, in this week's because, you know, you hear about the Word of God, you, you know, everyone who will be going or attending a service, whether it's um, for Passover or for uh, Easter. It's, you'll, you know, just focusing, it's not just what's in the books. Yes, they're beautiful stories, they're beautiful messages from God, but also we get them every day all day um, through our families and, and through everything that's around us, uh, especially nature, you know, when you go outside and you just feel so at peace, listening to the birds or hearing someone's dog bark down the street or hearing your own dog bark or seeing them run around and hearing the jingles in their chains, um, their, not their chains, their, their tags, you know, you are just so thrilled um, you know, makes you just so happy. And that's God speaking to us, giving us our joy. Because I, I do truly believe that God has called us to joy. God gave us this life to enjoy. Um, and once we understand that we're here just to learn lessons and the things that happen are lessons, even when they're hard and we get through them, um, we need to really remember that we have to keep our joy and we have to realize that it's okay to be joyful. It's, it's perfectly fine to be happy and to be loving and kind. Um, you know, it, I know it's not easy when you're human, believe me, uh, to always be happy and always be kind. But when we do do something that's not kind or is judgmental or you know just step back and and realize it and then try not to do it again you know we are we are human those things are going to happen but remember don't let that steal the joy of your life focusing on the mistakes that you made because they're done they're past you know i think that's a lot of the message um, that we hear when when those things lift our hearts they're supposed to and we're supposed to love that and feel that and and enjoy it that's why it's there so I think that's about it for this pondering with Peg, um, keeping it a little brief. I hope to have uh, in the next episode another guest. Um, I have a few, quite a few guests coming up that are going to be great. We're, we're going to have another pondering with Peg with my youngest son, Bill, again. He has a lot to say. He is uh, has been through a lot and is a very open uh, spiritual person and he I really am welcoming uh, many more episodes with him 
And we'll also be having an episode with uh, Bern, uh, Bernadette. You'll love Bern. She is a very interesting girl. She has many gifts, um, and we'll get to talk to her about those gifts and how her journey is going with those. I also look forward to having another uh, or having a podcast with Conrad Fulmer. He is the author of Death by the Potter's Wheel, which is a fabulous book. I I recommend that you uh, get that and read that. It's awesome. And we'll talk to Conrad about his journey and uh, his and his book and that story. So there's a lot coming up. I look forward to sharing with you. So until the next podcast, remember, be the light.